Hey, Chosen Chosen Fam. Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's let's get get this party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the season finale of the Chosen Girl Podcast Season 8. What? Cannot believe we're here. We got here so fast. It's the Lord. We always say that. It Yes, it happens so fast, but you know, girly, time flies when you're having fun. And we always do. Yes. We are walking cliches, but today we are so excited. Almost, this is kind of like a follow-up interview because we announced something the last time we talked with this special Mm -hmm. girlfriend and real-life friend. Um, And so now we're getting to see these things that we talked about and announced manifested into real-life things that God is doing with her. Um, And that is Miss Georgia Brown and her brand new book, her devotion over um, prayer and 20 days to a strong and powerful prayer life, um, which is called Hi God, It's Me. So welcome back, Georgia. Thank you, girls. I love y'all so much. This is crazy because we did. I announced it on here about the devotional for the first time. And now here yes. we are. And y'all are my first stop on the, the train press press tour of Hi God, It's Me. And I'm just so grateful for y'all. The feeling is mutual. We are so overjoyed for you. And I'm like, I feel like I need like a nice little, like uh, a little clapping sound, like the cheer, like the crowd's cheering. Like, (laughs) thank you God for giving us George Brown because hello, she's about to touch the world with all these, like with one, with this devotion to give people's prayer, prayer life. Right. Mm, And you know, girl, I'm let me just throw this out there. Not everybody is taught how to pray. You know, it's something that we talk about. And I know that, and I've told this to Sarah so many times, like, I always feel self-conscious about my prayers. We pray all the time and I'm like, they ain't pretty, but God knows my heart. But, you know, sometimes you, you're like, where do I even start? And look at you, ma'am, giving people the, a, a stepping stone right there, building that relationship with God. Thank you for be, for your obedience, for your creativity and sharing your story. We're so excited. Mm. Thank you, Liz. Wow. Your words are such sweet honey to my soul. Truly. I, I didn't think we'd be here. Like, honestly, I had no idea that my yes to the Lord and my vulnerability would, would bring us to this point, like four and a half years later, because it was in, what was it? 2018. And I was in college and I sat with a friend, my roommate at the time, and she told me about a really hard situation that had happened to her. She got taken advantage at a party. And and I just, for the first time in my life, I, I realized I can literally do nothing about this. Mm. I can do nothing except sit here. And I didn't even have the words to say. And I gave her a big old hug, but I remembered a movie that I had seen. I remembered War Room. 
And this was the, yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. This was the first time in my entire life I had ever had a little walk-in closet back home in Arkansas. It was like, slide open that door, grab what you need and go, you know? And so for me to have this little tiny shoebox of an apartment closet, I remembered that movie. And after that sweet hug I gave her, I just went back and somehow my feet hit the floor of that closet. And I remembered what Miss Clara did in that movie and just prayed in her closet. And I just was like, Lord, I can't do anything about this, but you can. So I lift this up to you. And I just got real with him. And when I got real with him, he got so real to me. And literally every day since then, college graduate later, two house moves later, I'm still praying in my closet every morning. And it's truly where I say, hi, God, it's me. And prayer is just a friendship with the father. And man, I just want everyone to experience the freedom of that Mm -hmm. because you don't have to hide and we don't have to come perfectly. The truth is we just have to come. I'm literally writing down friendship with the father because I feel like I I often think of how complex we make God, but also how simple God has made himself to us and how we look at prayer. And a lot of people are so intimidated by prayer, especially like praying out loud. And it's really become just another thing that we um, can really be guilty of turning into something that's religious of like, how do I sound in front of people or um, just, just wanting to say the right things and say it in the right way. And I think a lot of that most of the time comes from at first, what is a genuine heart of like wanting to be maybe respectful or reverent to God. But I'm telling you right now, like the fact that you just said the, I'm, I'm literally going to put this on our Instagram and quote you girly, like friendship with the father. Like that's, I feel like just the core of what prayer is. Yeah. It's just a conversation, um, and an expectation and trust. And I love the verse in the Bible that says he listens to us when we pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would love to start with just kind of how this book came to be. I know that we touched on it just a little bit the last time that you were here and girl, you know, that I, I was going to say our doors are always open to you, but I said before, when, before we started recording, our mics are always on to you. So I'm, it's just so great. Like seeing like a full circle moment, like come back to just this really pivotal point where even I remember when you told us about the book, we were, we were all three downstairs at the store and Mm -hmm. guess what? And then like, I accidentally announced it on the podcast and you're like, no, it's okay. Like, we'll just announce it here. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we will cut that out, girl. This is not a live show, but now we're here and it's launching on July 18th, which is so soon. So soon. So soon. It's crazy. Time flies when you're having fun. Like y'all said, it's just so fun. And life with the father is so full and I could not do nothing. It says apart from him, we are nothing. We can do nothing. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. Like I just need him. And it's been such a beautiful journey. And, And it really all started January of 2022 when it came to, to the book. I had been praying and praying and praying, seeking the Lord of like, what's next, Lord? And at the top of every year, um, you know, I, I pray, but I'd never really done a fast before. Just in the church that I grew up in, that was nothing that was really taught on, but it's an incredible biblical principle that if it's in the word, if it matters to God, it should matter to me. And so mm-hmm. I was learning how this should be a part of my life. And so I was attending church of the city at the time. And so they do a big corporate fast. And so I was four days into this fast and I, my tummy was a grumbling, but my spirit was alive. And I, 
I was just on my face in my closet, which I, I don't do often. I just usually sit with a journal and we all talk to the father differently. And so that's usually a pen and a paper for me. And, but I was like on my knees and I was like, Lord, what's next? And I've never heard God's voice audibly of like this boom and thunder of Georgia Brown, but it was just this soft, sweet whisper to my heart of book. And I thought, book, haha, <laughs> me like what? But I knew it was God. And when you spend time with him, the more that you're with him and you kind of tune your radio to his frequency of learning his voice, being in his word, man, like, you know, like, you know, it's just like, if you're in a, if you walk into a dark room, but you know, your dad's voice. And even if it's dark, you know, that's my dad. I'm just going to keep walking towards that voice. And yes. so I was like, okay, Lord, I'll pursue this. And I started writing and I just sat in my guest bedroom and all that was coming out girls was my testimony, like all the hurt, all the pain. And it was like the Lord had to sift through the weeds of my heart to get down to what he wanted us to actually talk about. But first we had to do a little heart surgery on Georgia Brown. Whoo! I cried for days. I just sat in my, in my guest room and I just cried. And I think the father like, wow, We've been through a lot, Lord. Like, thank you. Because you really do have to remember it's those Ebenezer moments of your story of being like, Lord, man, take time to reflect of where he's brought you because what he starts, he finishes and he is a man of his word. And mm. so it's just been really sweet. And so after he said book, after a while, he was like, I want you to write a devotional on prayer. So I'm like, Okay, cool. So I wrote it on a note card, still have that note card. I stuck it on the wall with some washi tape. And after a while, the washi tape lost its sticky and it fell off the wall. And I kind of forgot about it. But during this time, I still was proactive. I reached out to three different publishers. I was like, God said it. I believe it. You know, he is a man right. of his word. And so I was pursuing it when the Lord says things to us and we, we ask, we seek, we knock. I know that he wants us to put feet to our faith and he wants us to pursue mm -hmm. the things of him. And so we can't just sit on our hands and think, okay, it's going to fall from heaven. Thinking that also like our husband's going to just show up on our doorstep. You know what I mean? Like whatever it's going to be and whatever we're praying into, we got to also make some steps. And it's so cool when we make that step, the Lord meets us right there. It's kind of like, um, the prodigal son, all he had to do was turn around and his father ran towards him. Mm. And so mm. I heard, I heard back from two of them and they were like, sorry, we're not interested right now, but I didn't hear back from the third one. And the third one was day spring. A month goes by. That's during the time where I'm writing out my testimony, crying, praying, healing, all this stuff. And I hear from them a month later and they were like, Georgia, this has been in our drafts. We thought we sent this a month ago. We're so sorry. We've actually wanted to work with you for a bit now. Can we schedule a meeting? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, schedule a meeting. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord was just ready to open that door. But, but he gave me a second to heal. And so he let that email wait in the drafts for about a month. <laughs> yeah. And so we go to this meeting actually in person because Day Springs out of Arkansas, my hometown which is so sweet. Um, and I show up to this meeting y'all and they had all these different devotional styles and they were like, okay, so which style do you like? We're really thinking that you should do a devotional on prayer. And that was it. I oh. said, Lord, this is from you. Let's do it. And so the day after my 23rd birthday, May 18th of last year, we signed the contract. And then July 
18th. The book is coming out. <laughs> Crazy. Look at look at God. Oh my gosh. That is incredible. Incredible. So so that was in May of 2022, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're a whole year later here. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know a little bit of what the writing process was like for you. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. It's so high tech redneck y'all. Like, let me tell you what, (laughs) oh my goodness. What is so funny and sweet. The Lord is so precious. I love him so much. I had just accepted this new nannying position. This family only needed someone for six weeks and I fell in love with this family instantly. I started the week before my birthday of May 17th, so early May last year. And so I would watch these precious kids four and two and be at their house from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and they had nap time from one to three. And I would open up the notes on my phone because it seemed less intimidating than opening up a Word document to me because that's where I'd write all my Instagram captions is in a little notes on my little notes app. And I would just write during their nap time. And so I wrote the book literally during those six weeks and it just poured out of me because this has been what I've been living out for so long. It wasn't like I had to to pull it out of thin air. It was just the overflow of my heart of like, I have been waiting to share this. And the Lord was finally saying, okay, it's time because you can't really share something unless you've fully been through that season. And so I'm still in the thick of it. We're always going to be in a constant state of prayer. That's why I know the front is cute and bright and very youthful, but prayer is something for ages nine to 99. Like my- 19, but switch the the numbers. That that's the, how old my mama is. She she got an advanced copy of it, and she called me one day, y'all, and she was like, "Georgia, you really got me thinking a little deeper about prayer." And my gosh, the tears just started flowing because that's what I want. Scripture will meet you right where we're at. Mm-hmm. His word is alive and active, and we're all on this journey of getting to know our Father better. And that relationship is so personal. And that's why I want these pages of Hi God, It's Me to be so personal and just a unique experience for you to meet with him. That's all I want is to create an opportunity for you to sit a little bit longer and say, I don't want to go. And guess what? You don't have to. Even when you close the pages, he's still with you. So I think I got off track there, but I wrote it in the middle of summertime. Girl, I think that's, that's, really incredible that you share that with us and that that's also how it panned out because I think that a lot of people are waiting on God to move waiting almost like as if the grass is greener like or like when the grass is greener God will move Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. um some examples of like oh well if I had like a writing room with a nice computer then I'll write my book or come on like when uh you know when I get x then I'll do y and you're waiting Mm -hmm. for that one thing but like maybe God is just calling you to like just be obedient and something that my dad has always shared with me um that I'll never forget is that success typically happens when your preparation meets an opportunity Mm -hmm. because if an opportunity comes and you did not have the prayer life that you had and you did not have your war room and you did not have your cute um, color coded washi taped 
um, note cards that you've written for people that you love in your life and situations that you were praying and intercessory for, for people and situations, then this book may have never happened. But you were already that that woman of prayer. And so when the mm-hmm. opportunity came, when the email was out of the draft from Dayspring, like, I'm not shocked at all that it poured out of you. I'm not shocked at all that it could just be written on a cell phone in notes. Like, none of that is a shock to me whatsoever because it was already in you. Like, God had already put it in you and it had already been exercised like a muscle. Yeah, yeah. And Sarah, don't get me wrong. Let me tell you what. There were a few days that I would just cry. And I'm like, Lord, are you sure? Like literally I remember, and and I even write about it in here too, where it's just like the noise of the enemy or the noise of even your flesh of like, can I do this? Am I called to be an author, quote unquote, but like you can't put the title over your position as a son and as a daughter. Mm. And so that's where your seat at the table is. You are already chosen. You don't have to earn a place, like just be in everything else. Just live in the overflow and what he starts, he finishes. And so just, just do the next right thing. And so some days it was just showing up and listening and it didn't look like writing. It looked like me just getting fed myself. And so it's such a sweet journey and I'm just so grateful. And it's, it's really personal. It's like sharing your diary because these are, Really, I I told the girls this before we hopped on, like, I wish I could sit and have coffee with everybody. Mm-hmm. treat it the treat would be on me we'd probably get a muffin too or something sweet oh, because yeah. I just have such a big sweet tooth and I just love when a mug holds your hand and it's all warm and cozy but the reality is you can't but praise the living God for for words on a page that can meet you wherever you're at and God's word can just flood your home and flood your heart and truly it's just such a sweet humbling thing and I'm just like overjoyed like it's finally sinking in I think just talking to y'all today I'm like wow like this is this is sweet (laughs) it's real oh my gosh you said you said something earlier um and you kind of referenced it again about the power of vulnerability Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that, you know, you spent time in your guest room and really you were doing the hard work of heart work. And so as you're getting, as you were getting into your prayer life, preparing for this book and writing it and everything else, what role did that vulnerability really play? And what was the outcome of your, on your relationship with God? Ooh. He hid nothing from us through mm-hmm. his son. Mm-hmm. Our Savior hung on a cross so vulnerably with his arms stretched wide and hardly covering his parts that back in the garden they hid from the Lord with. And we are so quick to cover up and act like he he don't know, you know, when he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows the joys, he knows the sorrows, and he knows the things that we are embarrassed even to bring to him, intimidated. When really, I don't have kids yet. I ain't even married. But when I see a kid that I'm babysitting or whatever, or I see a relationship between a child and a parent, they just want honesty. Like, even if you messed up, baby, just come to me. Like, it builds trust. 
And so it starts with the small and the Lord talks about that. And in his word, he who can be entrusted with a little can be entrusted with a lot. And he wants us to know that he is our safe place. And so as I read his word and even reading through the Psalms right now, as I'm going through the Bible chronologically, as David's just like, save me, Lord, help me, Lord. And reading his diary. Mm-hmm. It really comes from this heart posture of a vulnerability and vulnerability breeds vulnerability. So I just had to get real. I had to not be afraid of who I was going to meet when I looked in the mirror. Mm. I had to learn to love her. And that, that came from a place of letting God love me mm-hmm. as a father and as a friend and as someone who gave their son for me that I have a savior. And so that has been everything in this journey. And because you, God can't bless who you pretend to be. And so just come because he loves you. He literally loves you. If he didn't, like he wouldn't have done what he did. The tomb is empty. He didn't have to make us, but he did. You were his idea. And so I found such freedom in that because religion teaches us it has to look a certain way. It has to sound a certain way. You need to stand up here. You need to sit down here. Make sure not to speak too loudly or to get too um, vulnerable even. Like mm, don't don't air out your dirty laundry. And just different things to where he's like, did man teach you that or did I teach you that? So sometimes we have to unlearn things and go back to the basics. And that's what I wanted to, to really get within these pages because out of all the things, the disciples, the ones that did daily life with the savior, the Mm -hmm. only thing they didn't, they didn't ask him, Lord, teach us how to cast out a demon or teach us how to do a miracle or raise the dead. No, they saw him pray and they said, we want that. Mm. And they said in Luke 11, Teach us how to pray. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this. Not if, when. It's a Mm -hmm. principle of when we do this. This should be something as believers that we do. We should talk to him. And so we break that down. The first half of our 20 days together, the first 12 of them are breaking down that model prayer. We call it the Lord's Prayer in the church. But really, as we'll discover together, that is not the Lord's Prayer. This is the model prayer that Jesus gave us to pray. Different compartments and to break it down. Our Father, do you see him as Father? Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. What does it mean to to pray and to lean into on earth as it is in heaven? And then we look at the second half. And it's, how is prayer, how is there power in prayer? Prayer is our protection. Mm -hmm. It is persistent and it will change your perspective and all these different little sweet principles that the Lord laid on my heart to share. So it's just been precious and vulnerability is everything. So to our friends listening, like, I just encourage you to come, like, just come. I heard also this last thing I'll say on this, but I don't know who it was lately, um, that said this, they said, when was the last time that you prayed naked? And I said, I said, never, I said, I'll never be, you know, closing the closet door and praying naked. That's, that's vulnerable. That's scary. We're always clothed. And so what if we came with our prayers naked? You know what I mean? So it, it maybe not like physically you could, if you want, but 
just Girl, let, let go of the mask. I'm in the shower sometime. I'm not going oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get in them shower cries in from now, now and then, you know. Those feel good. They mm -hmm. do feel so good. And, and, you know, men just don't get it. Like, the water needs to be burning the skin. Um, when exactly. You, when exactly. You're, when you're crying out to the Lord in prayer. <laughs> Come out steaming, little red. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There's some healing that happens in the shower with those shower prayers. So that's that's the only time I can recall physically approaching the Lord naked. You know, I'll I'll tell y'all something funny. One one yeah. time that will get me praying all all the time. If I'm whether I'm at home or if I'm at the gym, if I'm in the middle of a workout for some reason, when I'm fighting for my life, <laughs> suddenly it's just like, God, you know, this is a perfect time to come to you. And I don't know why, but that's when it hits me so hard all the time, like consistently. Right. And I'm like, look, I, I know if I'm in the gym for at least 45 minutes, 15 of those are me just talking to God because I'm just like in between my, my like my hard breath. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That is so funny. But that it gets us when we're vulnerable all the time. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's scary, but why are we scared? So mm. true. You know, it's just. It's like, I feel like it's that moment, that moment when your mom, when your mom says, um, like you ain't got nothing I ain't seen before. And you're like, nope, no, 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 no. Like, you know, it's that same, it's that same thought of, you know, that you don't have anything that God hasn't seen before mm -hmm. or that he doesn't already know about you. He knows the number right. of hairs on your head, but yet we are so afraid to disclose the truth of that's in our, in our hearts and the mess that's there. And so Georgia, how do you, how do you overcome that? fighting against the flesh really of of exposing that mesh that that mess that's in us and pushing through mm. well I gotta tell you honestly reading the bible has helped because I see that I am not too far gone and that mm. he still used broken people and that's his favorite to use those with a story those look overlooked those less likely heroes the unsung heroes you know <laughs> oh like I I just think about David he was in the field and they're like we're not gonna sit down until you go get him we want him yeah. or my gosh Joseph like his brothers like sold him and then you got like again, David, like committing adultery, yet he was the man after God's own heart right. and seeing Mary who carried the savior of the world. And then seeing Joseph loving a child that wasn't his own. When God brings families together, seeing the whole story of redemption in the lineage of Jesus, like just take a few minutes to read, read a story like Queen Esther, like all these people. And then I think about in Hebrews 11, it talks about how they're cheering us on. I love like, the verse. Oh isn't that gosh. crazy? That crowd of witnesses. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that encourages me and keeps me going. Because I know we like to watch like Real Housewives and Kardashians and all these people, but this is way better. Like this is real. This is our our textbook, but also our roadmap and also our family tree. And so if we were just to approach this as truly living and active, as it says it is, and just to take him at his word because he is the word. And so to take every word and say, okay, Lord, your word says that what you do for one man, you do for another. And if they got real with you and they got real results and real help in time of constant trouble, I can do this too. 
And so even just reading through the Psalms has been very helpful as David's crying out. I'm like, dang, your own son's trying to kill you. Saul's trying to kill you. My gosh, I think when I don't get a good parking spot at the at the grocery store, I'm being persecuted. My gosh. Or I get shadow banned on social media, but my gosh, like we're not alone. And that really encourages me. And so I think sometimes we can get really in our head and sometimes we just need to look up and know that our redemption draws nigh. Mm -hmm. Girl. Amen. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that the first 12 days are focusing on breaking down what prayer is. And so how will the last eight days of the 20 days finish out? This is fun. I know. This is like a book club. We have a book. Like there's a physical book, people. Literally. And it's cute too. I was telling the girls, I was like, you know, I wrote it, but then I I didn't think past that. I'm like, okay, God, yay. Over a big hurdle. And then I didn't realize like, oh, we got to make it cute. And And it's so they understood the assignment, y'all. They did. Mm -hmm. They did. And so those first 12 days, we are looking at Matthew 6, breaking that down. Our father in heaven, holy is your name. And then we go to Amen. What does amen even mean? Like sometimes we're so quick to just jump over that. And then in Jesus name, why do we pray in Jesus name? And then we go into like different P words, <laughs> priority, protection, powerful, even praying through the Psalms. Because what what about on those days you don't know what to pray? Mm. You can echo the words of the Lord through his word. And then prayer is praise. And then we land in the last two days with Jesus's prayer for you. In John, and then the last day is my prayer for everybody, and it's, it's just kind of emotional. Like, oh, it's so sweet, and something, ooh, something so special that I really am excited about with this book is there is QR codes on every day, and there is a conversation for every day of the book because I know we've got we've got different learners you know sometimes you want to read read a devotional and read the scripture and we have a prayer page on every page because why would you have a prayer devotional if you ain't praying and so there's a space to pray but then also what if you just want to hear a little conversation on prayer and so we're hearing stories from all sorts of different sweet people, some new friends to the podcast of Faith and Friends and some that have been around before. And it's it's really fun. And what I love too is a lot of these conversations, y'all, they took different turn. Like I'd be like, hey, we're gonna talk about how prayer changes your perspective. And then the Holy Spirit's like, whoop, we're going this way. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I it was really fun. So you've got like the cute on brand Georgia Brown fonts, colors, everything for your visual learners. You've got these conversations for the audio learners. And then of course, like if you're a kinesthetic learner, like just getting in there and praying, like taking action off of what you're learning, the teacher in me, Georgia. Thriving. I'm loving it. She's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's a Yes. (laughs) Seriously, Georgia, I just think that this book, it, of course, we've already talked about this, but off off uh, recording, but God is going to put this book in the hands of people that it needs to be in. Mm-hmm. And I think that prayer can can appear like such this elusive, vague term that maybe people are afraid to ask questions about because it seems like one of those like, like, oh, yeah, prayer, like we're supposed to pray, like check, but mm-hmm. we learn your prayer life and your prayer language and the rhythm that works for you, it changes things in your life. It changes your heart. It changes your posture. It changes your perspective. Um, 
And and I'm just so excited to see what God is going to do through this book. Mm, girl, me too. I'm expectant and I, I trust him. I trust him. I just love him. I'm like, this is yours. And something that um, the sweet author, Karen Kingsbury, taught me about all her book release days is she says it literally is a book release. You release it mm-hmm. up to the Lord and it's just an offering. Like, here it is, Lord. Do with it what you will. It's kind of like a farmer that sows the seed and he just lays the groundwork and he says, you know, I hope it grows. I, I trust it that it will. And and it's just so sweet. And I think it just brings us back to prayer is a friendship with the father. Mm-hmm. And so the greatest friendships we have are the ones that we're real with, the one that we spend time with, the ones that we invest into. And your prayer life, your time with the Lord on this side of glory is preparing you for an eternity with him. Mm-hmm. So take time to get to know his heart because he took time to knit you in secret for such a sweet amount of time with such detail and intentionality. And y'all should spend a little time together too. <laughs> yes. That's so I, sweet. I was thinking, okay, I don't know. I know that you love music, Georgia, because you're a musical girly too. But yes. the, the musical Hamilton, I love what how he defines the term legacy. And it's sowing seeds in a garden that you may never get to see. Exactly. I feel like that's exactly what a lot of like ministry based work is. Like, of course you can see, like we can see like how many people listen to our podcasts because y'all make sure to go subscribe to faith and friends. If you aren't already, if you're an OG chosen girl, you should already be doing that. I'm sorry. Um, not sorry. Or like you could see how many books are sold, but you may never get to see the actual impact spiritually that that book has. And that's just trusting the Lord with what, he's doing with your obedience but I almost feel like prayer is the same thing you may pray Mm -hmm. for a specific person or a specific outcome or a situation and you may never see how God Mm -hmm. really did work in that situation but you're trusting despite of your own ego being boosted by that by seeing that prayer answered the way that you wanted it answered you know yeah Sarah no that is I'm so glad you bring this up because Yeah, exactly. Like there will be people, especially in college that were so heavy on my heart and, and on my prayer wall, I just really want to lift up someone every day. And I may never know. I may never know. And are you okay with that? Because it's not about you. Mm -hmm. What you are to do is just to be the person to intercede and to lift them up and to bring them higher to the father, to the forefront of heaven's gates and say, Hey, I'm here on behalf of this person, someone that you sent your son for that. I know you already love, but guess what? I love him too. And I just want to take a moment to bow before your throne of mercy and grace and lift this person up to you because I really do care. I can't do anything about this, but you can. And I I just pray scripture over them or pray over. I remember even in college, this was like the beginning days of my little prayers of like, I just was praying, you know? And I was like, Lord, my friend's not in a, a good relationship and it's just not really bringing honor to you. And I just don't know, but if they need a breakup, Lord, I just pray that you would have their way and protect them both because I know you love both of them. And I look back now and I'm like, yeah, that relationship ended. Like, you know what I mean? Just little things yes. where it's like, Lord, like I just, I, I lift all these people up to you or the friends that get married or the friend that has the the child in the hospital or the death of a loved one in their family. And those are bigger things, but like even the small things of like, 
I don't know how this friend's going to pay rent this month, Lord, or whatever it may be. He cares about it all. And mm -hmm. are we willing to be that friend to hold each other up just as Moses's friends helped him hold up his staff when he was getting tired for our friends that can't pray for themselves? It's just so sweet. And what an honor. And honestly, I feel like it's a superpower. Like I love praying for people and them never know because it's not about oh, that. Yeah, just show point. up. Just show up. And when you get to heaven, like you get to see your maker face to face. Nothing else is going to matter. Like we're not going to care. We're going to be casting our crowns to him. Mm. I can't wait. Liz is, Me too. Liz is like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, oh. Well, Georgia, I'm so excited to collab with you more on this with our ideas bouncing back and forth, but we are celebrating this book here at Poppy's. So excited. Yes. And all of you listeners are invited. Um, come on. Come yeah, on, Chosen Girl fam. On. Show up. Represent. Absolutely. Tuesday, July 18th. Be there or be square. That's right. So true. So we'll release time and details and all of that, but you'll have to come get your own personal signed copy from Miss Georgia Brown, author um, of Hi God, It's Me. A copy from Poppies. Stop. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Probably a copy and a coffee because I think that oh. we'll definitely also need to have some beverage. Oh, yeah. At this event. Mm -hmm. That's it, girl. Coffee. I'm there. Yeah, we'll be toasting some coffee at, at the at the release party, if you will. So y'all make sure to mark your calendars because y'all, that's just in like two months. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. You know how summer goes. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. I I have to ask, did the process go by so much faster than you thought it would? Yeah. It really did. When the Lord says go, he means now. <laughs> like literally, whenever we right. see that in scripture, like I, I'm, I'm always circling it because he's like, let's go. And so sometimes I feel like he's just waiting on us to catch up because mm. we may think that we're, we're waiting for God, but we're waiting with him. He is with yeah. us in the waiting. And so just keep doing that next right step wherever that is in your season. It, and those dreams on your heart, y'all, he put them there. So lean into them. Like you may think, oh, that's too big for me. Well, good. It ain't too big for your God. And dream, right. you, we dream as big as our God is. So who is he to you? Let that deepen in prayer by talking to him. Get to know his heart. And you have to kind of lean in so you can hear his heart. And so again, time flies when you're having fun and I'm just having fun. I always tell him, I'm like, Lord, we're just on an adventure. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what he'll do. If you let him just let him lead and you can be his little girl dancing on his feet in the kitchen. And that never has to change. Amen, girl. Amen. So sweet. Like, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. So proud. I know I was just Liz you're still in the words out of my mouth like I'm just so proud of you and just being just so honored to be just your friend and in your circle and just to see what God was doing because I guess we met about the time that Chosen Girl came yes. to be which yep. has been four years ago this summer that's crazy unbelievable and I also think that it's really cool how your book's coming out on July 18th and so many people are going to start school, whether it's in high school or college, just a couple of weeks later. And I'm like, what a better way to start like a new season, a new semester than just like armored up in prayer. 
Yes, exactly. Like I, I remember when they were like, okay, your release date is in July. And I'm like, July, I'm like the heat of the summertime. But then the Lord was like, no, this is great for back to school. Mm -hmm. It's right when he needs it to release to get mm-hmm. people armored up, like you said. And so his timing is perfect. And I'm I'm very pumped. And 20 days, they say it takes 21 days to, to make a habit. And so I'll spend those first 20 with you. And then that next morning you get up and you spend time with your savior and he'll be there to meet you. Yes. Beautiful. So this may be a little soon, but do you um, have any info to share with our followers about how on July 18th, they can acquire this lovely, beautiful, soft, um, soft covered, um, aesthetically Georgia Brown book. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So it is available for pre-order right now on Amazon, anywhere books are sold, but with Amazon, you'll get it day of. And I've also heard that sometimes Amazon will be shipping these books out early sometimes. So who knows? You may even get it early, but Amazon helps us the most. And it's the most convenient I feel like, but once July 18th hits, it'll be everywhere from Hobby Lobby to um, Walmart and Target and Barnes and Noble and then good old Amazon and dayspring.com. So just check it out. <laughs> Georgia, when I tell you I'm going to go to like my local Target or Walmart and I'm just going to take pictures like of, of every shelf with your book on it. Yes. I'm so excited to go to Barnes and Noble and sign it in there. Like that, that is, I'm like come looking forward to that. Yes. You can come Every with me. Next time you're in Lebanon and your book is out, we're going to ride together to Walmart. I can't And wait. we're going to go and, and I want to just be there as your fangirl. Okay. I can't wait. Yes. That'll be Count a sweet, precious moment. Let's go. <laughs> You'll have a whole entourage. Exactly. Bring the Sharpies. Let's go. We'll yeah. have them ready. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share? Honestly, I would just love to pray over the chosen girl fam. <gasps> Georgia Brown. Yes. Girl. Let's do it. Let's do it, ladies. Thank you. Yes, please. Ah, oh, of course, Lord, our Father in heaven. Thank you. Thank you so much for being such a good, good father and for loving us and for meeting us right where we're at. Thank you for your intentionality with us for knowing the number of hairs on our head, for for knitting us in secret and knowing the color of our eyes before even our mom and dad did. God, I thank you for Sarah and for Liz. I thank you for the Chosen Girl fan and for each and every friend listening under the sound of my voice. God, I pray that you would bless them and bless them abundantly because that's what your word says is you've come so that we may have abundant life. So I just speak that life and I speak the love of the father over all of our friends listening. And I also just pray the fruit of the spirit over them from love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And God, I armor them up in the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of gospel of peace, the sword of the spirit, and the shield of faith, God. I just pray that the joy of the Lord would be all of our friends' strength and that truly that they would hunger and thirst for righteousness and want to be in your word. And that honestly, that they would let all other things go, the fear of man, any religion or legalism, and that they would just run to their father and throw off any of the sin that so easily entangles as we read in Hebrews 12, God, that we would just run to you and we would just fall into your arms and that we would be honest with you with right where we're at and that we would deepen our friendship with the Father. So God, I thank you, and I love you, and it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.
Amen. Georgia, we love you so much. I love y'all. Thanks for having me. Girl, anytime. And we mean it. Absolutely. And y'all, this wraps up season eight. I always get like teary. season eight oh hallelujah so we will be back in august with season Mm -hmm. nine of the chosen girl podcast and you already know we've got a lot of fun things lined up and it's gonna be another great season with great friends great times lots of learning and we're so excited to have y'all right back on tuesday Yes, Tuesdays in August. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram because we'll announce our book club picks for the fall mm-hmm. um, because we have a new Chosen Girl book club, Georgia Brown. That's epic. We that just is epic. And also we're, um, we're introducing our first series called Hot Tub Hot Takes where we talk about hard things um, that are hard to talk about, but we're going to talk about them in a hot tub. I love it. I'm there. Hey, come join us in the hot tub. For real. I will. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see y'all then. Bye. 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 That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.